0: Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, building experiences that connect, remove friction, and deliver insights. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Ed Class, and with me today is Richard Newman. Richard began his communication journey by living in a Tibetan monastery in India for six months, teaching English to the monks. Body language and voice skills suddenly became an absolute essential to Richard's work. As the monk spoke no English when he arrived, so they had to communicate non verbally. When he returned to the UK, Richard continued to study advanced communication while working as an actor on stage and screen. In 2000, Richard combined his passion for communication with his love of storytelling when he founded Body Talk. Richard's new book, Lift Your Impact, Transform Your Mindset, Influence, and Future to Elevate Your Work, Team, and Life, reveals the small communication changes that can create great a great massive difference in the way you are perceived by those around you. Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, Richard Newman.
1: Great. Thanks very much, Ed. Thank you for having me on. So first off, Richard, why do you do what you do? Uh, Well, you know, for me, this has been a lifelong journey, a lifelong passion. Uh, So going back from when I was just four years old, uh, I've been told retrospectively by my parents that I was a very shy child uh, I now know that I am very much an introvert, and I also was recently diagnosed autistic. So I had these various different challenges I was dealing with around communication. And uh, I remember, like one of my first memories, is when I was four, going on five years old, sitting in a, like a kindergarten school, and I was struggling to connect with the children around me, and I just didn't understand why that was. And that challenge with communication continued throughout my school days until I got to the point where I was in my late teenage years and I started to read about communication and read about body language and tone of voice and stage presence and all these things that really uh, lit the fire under me to like keep pursuing this passion and ended up with me uh, teaching at the monastery, like you mentioned there, and then studying acting. And uh, really what what I was so passionate about in my early 20s is that I got the opportunity to start as a hobby teaching people communication skills. And they really enjoyed what I was doing. I was able to help them have some breakthroughs because by this point I'd read something like 200 books on the subject of communication and had that opportunity to use nonverbal skills in teaching with the Tibetan monks and learned about acting uh, in London and so I was able to make significant differences for people in a short space of time and so I've continued doing that running my business now for more than two decades helping people all around the world with communication because it was very much scratching my own itch to begin with but now letting people find their voice and be able to speak up and and inspire people with their message is um, really fulfilling for me. Well, tell me more about your book,
0: Lift Your Impact.
1: So Lift Your Impact was written... Uh, based on challenges that I noticed my clients having over the last three years. So, uh, you know, going back a good few years ago when I was working on communication, people wanted to learn about sort of public speaking. They wanted to know about presentation skills and that sort of thing. And then the requests really changed with our clients these last three years, where people have said they really wanted three things. Firstly, people have been saying they want to improve their mindset. People have gone through a lot of stress, a lot of overwhelm, a lot of change that's happening. And so I wanted to share with people strategies that they can use to thrive in any situation so that they are able to be the best version of themselves in the moments that matter and deal with stress and any other elements that are coming up for them right from the moment they wake up and all the way through the day. And so the first key section in there is all about mindset. The second piece around communication in there. It's really about connection. So we found that people have shifted from that need to sort of broadcast their views in the way they communicate to really wanting to resolve conflicts in one-to-one situations uh, or be able to feel a deeper relationship with the people that they're working with. Well, we know a lot of people with their virtual working or in the way companies have been built over the last few years, they're just feeling that they don't really uh, have a connection with the other people that they work with or they're not able to resolve challenges that are coming up. So that was the second key part of the book. And the third part was, I've noticed a lot of people saying they just don't feel they've got a sense of purpose in who they are and what they're doing And so they want to understand, you know, if you want to be a change maker, if you want to change your life, or if you want to transform how your organization is running, so it's more purposeful and you're driven each day to make some progress towards that ultimate goal, how do you figure out your true north and how do you figure out that key goal you're heading to and keep the momentum going every day? So those became the three key sections of my book that allow anyone to... Uh, Start from any position, work on their mindset first, then how they influence and connect with others and ultimately the goals that they achieve. Uh, And it it goes like a workbook. I was so pleased my uh, publisher allowed me to do this. It's very much uh, sort of a workbook that you can work your way through making notes and make the transformation as you uh, go through reading or, or experiencing it. I want to pick
0: up on something that you mentioned, because this is something that I hear a lot of, and with the, with the call for people to get back to the office, and what, what are some ways that you have found that, that people have been able to do better connection via, let's say, Zoom calls or team calls?
1: Yes. So, I mean, the funny thing with uh, with Zoom calls is that, you know, we certainly said this on uh, for my team because we've always been traveling so much. We've actually had more face time with each other uh, during the pandemic than we ever had before because of this uptick in using Zoom. And it can be a highly engaging tool. I particularly find this because uh, my role within my company is to be a speaker at conferences. And so... If you think about this before the days of Zoom, I would go to an event and I would speak to say 500 people. And I've got no idea what Bob on row 17 on the far left is thinking. I've got no way of figuring that out. But when uh, I'm, I'm working with people on Zoom, I can, I can do a poll. I can engage them. I can figure out what is everybody thinking right now? Who's got a question? Who wants to participate? So suddenly it uh, democratizes that large. A group way of communicating. And if people want to, they can send you a private message or a public message or they can do a live poll that's happening. So suddenly you're able to connect and understand what an audience needs in real time through the technology that you wouldn't have been able to just standing up behind a lectern in a large room. Uh, the other piece that it gives you if you're in a smaller group is that I often say to people who uh, claim that they are you know, struggling to understand people's needs virtually, is that I'll say to them, the advantage is that people's faces are now much closer to you. So if you think about uh, communicating in a, a boardroom, We have 20 people sitting around a table. Well, some of those people are going to be, you know, six or seven meters away from you. Whereas now all of their faces are going to be less than a meter away. So you get much more sense of the facial expression involved. And of course, that means that we now have all the responsibility of making sure that that level of expression that might have come through all of our body language happens on our face or that we framed our shots well enough that you can gesture within that shot uh, such that people will understand what you need or how you're feeling about something and your intentions there. So there are some advantages uh, in that process. I've also noticed, and this is a really handy one, is that the number of uh, just voice calls have diminished, whereas video calls are going up. And the great advantage there is that you're not just needing to read what somebody means through their tone of voice. You can see the visual side of it. You can see the body language more often than you would have done before.
0: And Richard, we have an exit question that we ask all of our guests, and that is, who is a hero of yours and why are they a hero?
1: Uh, well, I think the simple answer on this, and I don't know if it's a common one on this show, uh, would be my dad. And uh, the reason being that I think he's always encouraged me to think differently about life. So he, uh, he was a managing director of a company and then an entrepreneur and has really carved his own path. And so uh, when I decided I wanted to carve my own path, even though my parents were resistant at first and thought it was crazy to go and live in a Tibetan monastery in the foothills of the Himalayas, they did support uh, what I was doing and then gave me the support to go to a London acting school. And then most importantly, you know, when my dad heard this inkling of an idea that was really a hobby of teaching people communication, uh, he was the one who gave me all the support and encouragement to say, look, this is how you build a business. This is, this is what you can do. You can go after these networking events. Let me find someone who can help you build a website and uh, put the full encouragement there where I think, you know, other people might have said, no, go and get a safe job, be an accountant. Uh, and so even though there was a little bit of that uh, when I was younger, when, you know, I've always been good at maths, I think as soon as they, uh, they realized, my parents, that that was the direction I wanted to go in, they were supportive of uh, making sure that I, I got to fulfill the dreams that I had of building this business. So, you know, seeing what my dad had done in the past of carving his own path really gave me that opportunity to believe that I could do it too.
0: And lastly, Richard, how can somebody contact you?
1: So the best way to find me is uh, if people go to liftyourimpact.com forward slash the book, liftyourimpact.com forward slash the book. Uh, That's where people can find out more information about me as a speaker, the book in general, and social media details are on there as well.
0: The book is Lift Your Impact, Transform Your Mindset, Influence, and Future to Elevate Your Work, Team, and Life. The author is Richard Newman. Thanks so much for being a guest on the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. review and subscribe by searching your podcast player of choice for sage thought leadership podcast